<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. It is Mr. D713 with everything culture. We have our upcoming guests with us right now. We have Janae B. Henderson as well as Sharissa Hall. And we're going to go into the makes of you. So if you listen to our episode before, you know well about the makes of you. It's somewhat of a deep dive with just our guests giving us a little bit about themselves, a little bit of their background. And so we can have an understanding of why they do the things they do, or maybe why they think the way they think on our upcoming topics on our upcoming episode. So I would like to start out. How are you doing today, lady? I'm doing great. Great. Good, thank you. No problem. Thank y'all. So, first question, and we can start with Sharissa right now. Okay. How would you describe yourself? I would say that I'm bubbly, I'm friendly, I'm super sensitive and emotional. Okay. All right. <laughs> Janae? Um, I would say that I'm creative, I am kind, funny, um and easy going okay perfect thank you thank you thank you how would you define your childhood let's go to janae on this i like to describe myself as a community baby um i feel like i grew up with a lot of my immediate family living nearby i spent a lot of time at aunt's house uncle's house a lot of time with my grandparents things that i'm like forever grateful for now going into adulthood um for me i'm grateful that i had those resources i spent a lot of time with them got a chance to learn a lot from different generations people that lived in different places um i feel like i lived a pretty traditional kid life um very active in sports community stuff um yeah you sharissa um, my childhood was really good. I came from a single parent home, but my mom put me in so many things. So between staying in Harm Clark and Sunnyside where my grandparents were, I loved being in my grandparents' house. Um, came from a really close-knit family. So always involved in things. And oftentimes was at my grandparents' house by myself before my cousins came. So it was like <laughs> a lot of the land for me. I always got sweets. I always got special treatment. Some people say spoiled. I choose to say favored. My grandparents gave me a lot of favor growing up. So I had a good childhood. <laughs> Gotta love it. I, I would like to hear that perspective from your cousins as well. <laughs> um, all right, perfect. So 
where do you call home? What is home? Well, for me, home is was Houston. Um, I'm not in Houston anymore. I'm in Rosenberg, but Houston is still home to me. Um, I love Texas. I've been a lot of places, but I don't know. I don't know that there's anywhere else that I would want to live. I, there's something about Texas culture that I really appreciate. So, <laughs> Well, I call Kansas City home. Um, I've lived a lot of other places. Let's see. I left Kansas City. I went to Virginia for a few years. I lived in uh, Pennsylvania for a few years and then I made my way to Houston for a few years and now I'm in Kansas City and I hope to make my way back. Love it. So what were or what are your beliefs? You go Jenny. Jenny. Beliefs in terms of have you want to answer it? <laughs> um, I believe in God. I believe in the goodness of people. Uh, I believe in the power of change and growth. Um, I believe Black Lives Matter. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, I just believe in like experiencing life to the fullest. I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. Mm. And so, yeah. Charissa? Um, I too believe in God. I too believe Black Lives Matter. Um, I believe in change and that's why I do what I do. I believe that anyone can change if they want to change. So I'm not a big person about once an addict, always an addict. I know that's big. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I believe if a person puts their mind to it, they can change if they want to do the work. And it is work. Um, I also believe in healthy relationships. I believe in second chances because I've gotten a plethora of chances. Um, and I just believe at the end of the day, life is short. You should live in your truth always. Mm. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. What was an impactful moment in your life? Mm. Sharissa. A lot, but I guess one of the biggest things was graduating college for some reason. I don't know why. It's not like I had a horrible upbringing. I didn't think I would graduate <laughs> college, and I don't know where I got that from. But I went to a HBCU, changed my life, changed mm. my whole life for the better. Mm. Um, and so for me, that was impactful. I mean, I pledged there. I gained different kind of friends there. I was in New Orleans on top of that. So there was a whole different culture that I got. So for me, it would have been like my college experience and being able to graduate from there. Thank you. Thank you. Janae? Mm, she changed the direction I was going to go. So I think if I had to pick two most impactful, can I just switch it up a little bit? Because I have to go with the HBCU life because I went to Hampton University, you know, the illustrious Hampton University, the real <laughs> HU. Um, and that changed everything for me. I think just to be in the space of seeing so many people like you, the information that we talked about, I mean, having classes like the black psychology or, you know, it was it was life-changing just to be in that space and be nurtured um because you know then you come out in the world is 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 cruel um outside of that i would say the first time i went to africa that was life-changing because um i love to travel but i think it created this understanding of 
the ways in which narratives are painted. You know what I mean? The ways in which we're taught to believe that certain people are and life is in other places and it may not be that at all. Um, but I also think that it made me appreciate the lifestyle that I had in the States. Um, uh, I, I, once I, you know, I try to really refrain from having discussion during the making of you, but I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna keep it going. I gotta keep my thing going. How do you define joy, Charissa? Um, to me, joy is just this inevitable feeling of peace in my mind. I was going to say happiness, but I'm being honest. I don't know if we're always going to always be happy all the time. I think it's more about having just peace about things. Like at the end of the day, I may have a flat tire, but man, I made it home. At the end of the day, um, this relationship may not work out, but I've got somebody else that I could date or I'm good with myself. So for me, the underlying thing to joy to me is just having a peace and a security about it'll be all right. One way or the other, it's going to be all right. Love you. Jeanette, how do you define joy? I just echo her. Um, I don't know. I think joy, I still think joy is happiness. I think it's contentment. I think it's having peace. I think it's security. I think it's experiencing something that makes you happy. That's what I think of what first comes to mind when I think of joy. Um, in that moment, I think in that space, in that moment, doing something or experiencing something that you're just happy about. And happiness doesn't mean that every aspect of your life is a 10 but i think when you think about overall you feel good you feel safe you feel cared for love provided for good who 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 were or who are your role models in your life right now or role models in your life in general janae trying to think i feel like it's growing i think i don't know i have a really good set of friends and so i think different parts of my friends different aspects of what they all bring to the table um i really admire that and i'm right now i'm just kind of basking in a spirit of gratefulness right now just in the midst of a pandemic and just where i am of being grateful for certain people in my life um people that I can learn from, people that I can have critical conversations with, but also people that I can be myself, be like my most authentic self and have joy and laugh and be silly. So I guess when I think about role models and people that I admire, I admire other people who are able to do that and be unapologetically themselves. Um, I believe like it's important to, to live your truth and walk in your truth, but I think it's also important to be able to have the difficult conversations, even when we you know, are going to make other people uncomfortable. So I always admire people who are able to do that. Love it. Charissa? So I would have to say, um, I'm kind of old school. My role model is probably my grandmother. She made 94 last week. She went from being a maid and cleaning Caucasian people's homes to being a beautician in her own home. Mm -hmm. Um, She has been the matriarch and she has not only raised her children, but she helped in raising our line of grandchildren. 
Um, she has helped out probably everybody in the family financially because she could do that because she had the kind of um, discipline financially to do that. So I just admire all that she's been through. And even though right now she is, she has dementia, so she's not the grandmother I necessarily knew growing up. But man, she was such a blessing. Um, and she's lived such a good life that that's kind of where I want to be at 94. I want to be able for people to still want to come see me, appreciate me, and talk about how good of a life they've had because of me. So that'd be my grandma. Mm. Shout out to grandma. And I'm going to talk to you about some stuff right when we're done with this. And happy belated birthday, by the way. So go on to our next question. What is a quote that you live by? Um, I am not. I make that face because my paraphrasing ability is not that strong these days, and so, <laughs> so I think when I read quotes and I read stories, I can't always remember what they said, but I can think about the meaning behind them, and that's what sticks with me. Um, right now, I'm just trying to not just live but thrive. Um, that's something that comes up for me. Do you remember I who said it? Nope. Okay. Hey, I'm trying <laughs> to live. No, that's what I'm saying. Just showing up. Um, those, so I don't know. I read a lot these days. And so those are the things that stand out to me and speak to where I'm at right now. Okay. okay. Thank you, Janae. Sharissa. So I have one, um, and it's kind of like a paraphrase, because I think it's like a part of a poem, um, and I had to look it up. I think her name is J.R.R. Token. But there's a part of this excerpt where she talks about all that wonder aren't lost. And I love that, because I definitely have had transition in my life. And looking on the outside, you would see chaos. But to me, it's just navigation. Like, I'm trying to get through this thing. I'm going to come through this thing. I don't know how, but I'm going to come through it. So I really love that, that all that wonder aren't lost because everybody isn't lost. Sometimes you're just trying to figure out your way. And then just excerpts from the Bible, too, um, that I go to as favorites that are comforting. So. All right. And J.R. Tolkien is the guy who did Lord of the Rings. Yes. The Hobbit, not it. Yeah, yeah. I know this because of the Hobbit in Houston. We'll talk about that later. Um, well, and since we're talking about food, what would be your last meal? If you don't, you know, if this has got to be my last meal in life, don't mean you're on death row or anything like that. Which last meal, what would it be and who would prepare it for you? No matter who it is, celebrity, the person's here, they're not, what would be your last meal? Anything. I don't care who prepares it necessarily, but like, I love lasagna, but I'm not talking about like the restaurant prim and proper lasagna. I want like the grease, the whole bunch of cheese, like nasty, just just good, nasty, but like nasty because it's so meaty lasagna. Lasagna and I'm I'm happy. Uh, I am thinking more like lobster shrimp yeah yeah i'm like that's uh, that's where i'm at i'm like give me some good but also seafood i'm a pasta girl so i'm kind of like give me some lobster too and a good like a cajun seafood pasta you know that's where i'm at yeah 
Okay. Well, Sharissa kind of answered this question already. Thing, but we're still going to start. We're going to start with her since she kind of answered it already. So she repeats it. How would you want people to remember you? As a helper, um, and as a person who tried their best to stand up for what's right. You know, I think that those things are really important. I had a lot of help growing up. People gave back in my life tremendously. So my goal is to like do that same kind of thing, um, being able to help people, being able to introduce and educate about change. Cause I think it can be so powerful when somebody latches onto the idea that they don't have to stay in the same place. So. For me, um, I was just thinking about it. I remember, okay, so my grandfather passed away a few years ago, and I remember at his funeral, the pastor said something about um, that he did a, a job well done. And I just, it really stuck with me, and I would want people to remember me and say she she was a servant. She put in work. She was willing to serve people. She was willing to be immersed in the community. She um, had a spirit of helpfulness and willingness to give what she could give, you know, mm -hmm. within reason. Um, but that she was loving, that I would want people to remember me as a loving, kind person with a good heart. I think that's what's most important. Okay. Thank y'all. Last question. Okay. How would you describe your culture? Starting with Janae. Black, 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 black. <laughs> I mean, that's what first popped in my mind. Amazing, creative, um, misunderstood, warm, um, funny, intelligent, powerful, um, just, I'm in awe of my culture and it makes my heart like warm at the thought of I, I I couldn't imagine being in another room. Beautiful. I echo, I, echo I echo that strongly. Um I think it's everything, you know, in the sense that it's it's everything. We do everything. We are everything. We built so many things. So like there's just not really one word to encompass my culture. I agree. Um, I make jokes sometimes like, oh, what it would be like to be somebody else. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like being African-American or black. There's nothing like being a black woman, in my opinion. There's something about us that's so sultry, so beautiful. Um, our men are beautiful. Our babies are beautiful. So like our, our culture is all encompassing, if that's the answer that I had to give. It's everything. You had it right with everything. You you got it right. You had it right on the nose with that everything culture. All right. Well, that ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate y'all. I could, but we and we will. We really do. But we need this more. Um, we look forward to our upcoming episode this week. Make sure to tune in on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, um, SoundCloud. And hopefully we have many more. And I always go to our website at www.everythingculture.com. Make sure to check out on Wellness Wednesdays with Janae on Facebook. And that's Janae B. Henderson. Did I get that correct? That's correct. And on Instagram at Janae, J-A-N-E-E underscore V underscore H-E-N-D-E-R. 
S-O-N. Perfect. As well as Charissa Hall. You can find her at Positive Fruit Counseling on Instagram. We'll go get her some websites and stuff later too. We got to hook our folks up because once again, these are great resources, great people, great lives, and we're here to do great things. Thank you all so much and see y'all soon. Thank you.